bringing hope to many around the globe, transforming lives into legacies. Live in Word with Pastor Mensa Otobil. And now, today's word. Satan does not contradict God. He just undermines God. He didn't say, oh, Eve, oh, this thing is not true. It's not true. It's not true. That's not what Satan said. He didn't say this thing is not true. Satan simply asked, has God said it? Is that what he meant? And many of us struggle with our lives because we are always asking, is this what God meant? Does he mean he will bless me? When he says you make a way in the desert, does it include this desert I am in? Look at my life. Everybody has left me. I am broke. I have no friend. I have no helper. I am being ejected from my house. And God still says I'm the head and not the tail. Does it include me? That question didn't come from God. And it didn't come from your spirit too. It came from outside you. From Satan. He undermines the word of God. He doesn't nullify. He doesn't say God is a liar. Because he can never say God is a liar. But he'll create subtle doubts. Because every word of Satan is designed to sow seeds of doubt in your mind. So you hear it. And your mind is going, ah, this thing, does God really mean it? Will God do what he says? He knows that a double-minded person cannot receive anything from God. And he wants to toss you about from faith to doubt, from doubt to faith. One moment you are full of faith, the next moment you are not sure whether God will honor his word. So you keep going. You come to church. You hear the word, pump, faith. Hey, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. The fields are open. My corn is ripe. That's the word of God. It's a command. It's creative. You affirmed it. You claimed it. Then you went home and he came and said, uh, do you really <laughs> do you really think your field is open you have just been ejected is that open field God comes and says this year is for breakthrough you affirm yes it's mine then he comes and knocks uh, the breakthrough which month He's not going to say you will not have a breakthrough. But he's going to throw doubts. Seeds of doubt. Undermine the word of God. And so you are torn between let there be. And has God said. And in between you stand. And you don't know what, whether to agree with let there be. 
or has God said? But Adam, standing in between, said, this is mine. Eve failed that test. It shows you sometimes we affirm what God says, sometimes what Satan says. You have to ask yourself, the words you speak every day, whose words are you speaking? Are you speaking from let there be or you are speaking from has God said? See, Christianity in Ghana has moved from let there be to the other side. It is, will God make a way? Will it be well? Will I prosper? Will, it, will I succeed? Will God give it to me? It's, let there be. Turn to your neighbor and tell him, let there be. <laughs> Let's go quickly to Luke's Gospel, chapter 6. Luke's Gospel, chapter 6, verse 43 to 45. And then later we'll go to Proverbs. It says, for a good tree does not bear bad fruit. Nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. For every tree is known by its own fruit. For men do not gather figs from thorns, nor do they gather grapes from a bramble bush. A good man, out of the good treasure of his heart, brings forth good. And an evil man, out of the evil treasure of his heart, brings forth evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. Out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. So if let there be is in your heart, your mouth will speak. If has God said is what is in your heart, that's what your mouth will speak. And what your mouth speaks is very powerful because Proverbs chapter 18 Verse 20 and 21 hits it home for us. It says, A man's stomach shall be filled with the fruit of his mouth. Everybody touch your stomach and touch your mouth. Whatever goes to your stomach, where does it come from? Your mouth. Food goes through your mouth to your stomach. Water, mouth, stomach, medicine, mouth, stomach. So there's a direct relationship between the mouth and the stomach. But apart from that, the Bible also says whatever you say, just like food comes from your mouth to your stomach, whatever you say out of your mouth also enters your life. And you will eat it. Then it says the most dangerous thing, verse 21, Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it will eat its fruit. What is it? The tongue. What you love with your tongue, you eat the fruit. When God says, let there be, 
He intends for us to fill our heart with let there be. So when we speak, we can say this is now based on what God said, let there be. He wants our hearts to be filled with his word, our mouth filled with his word, our lives filled with his word. What you fill your heart with will dominate your speech. What you fill your heart with will dominate your speech. I'm telling you, I've met people that you can't encourage them. Have you met people like that? You can't encourage them. They are not encourageable. No matter what you say, to lift them up, they will find something negative to bring themselves down. You can't encourage them. They are embalmed in unbelief. They are not open to be inspired. They see people laughing, they say, as for you, you are laughing today. You think the world is laughter, laughter, laughter. You wait and see. You ask them, how, how are things going? Hmm. Should I tell you? The way things are going, hmm. Then a whole narration. When they meet you, they follow you with story of how things are going bad. And you can't get them off your back. Full of negativity. They are hard. People who say things like, Ah, as for this, we'll all die. I'm dying, you know. Next year, by this time, by the time you come, I'm gone. <laughs> oh, God of mercy. <laughs> what you fill your heart with will dominate your speech. Your words will attract either life or death towards you. Your words. You are either giving life to yourself or killing yourself. What you say about yourself, what you say about your future, what you say about your destiny, what you say about how things will turn out, death and life are in the power of the tongue. What you say. And I'm going to show you how some of these things work that you can actually kill yourself with your words. You know, a lot of prayer people pray is not even based on faith. It's based on fear. Uncertainty. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. And it's not calling the name of the Lord in faith, but it's calling the name of the Lord in vain. You don't believe, but you're saying it. What are you attracting? Where you are in life, you got there with your mouth. Remember things you used to say 20 years ago. Some of you, when you were in secondary school. As for some of us, we are hustlers. We go hustle. We go hustle in life. And then you act, you walk as if you are lame.
we go hustle. We be sofa man, I be sofa man. There you are. Now you say somebody doing you. No, 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 no. You did yourself. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Death and life. You will eat the fruits of the kinds of words you love using. The kinds of words you love using. Defeatist words. Some of us empower witches to attack us. We talk about the witches in our family with pride. Hey, my family witches, hey, they are special. And somebody says, hey, you haven't been to my family. Say, hey, hey, stop, stop. Mine, mine, uh, they will finish you just like that. Your words, your words. This is mine. When you say, the witches in my family are strong, you're saying, this is now mine. I will be a hustler. This is now mine. As for me, I'm Kofi Brokmano. Some of us, the poor masses, this is now mine. <laughs> You'll be a mass, a chemical composition for a very long time. You say it, it may be a political slogan. It may be a thing you want to say to, to blend with people, those of us hustlers, some of us villagers. This is now mine. That's why city life is not helping you. You, you already had determined you are a villager. You are in the wrong place. The words you speak out of your mouth they attract what you want in life. And they affirm and claim your portion in life. Whether it's life or death, you claim it. And until you are able to recall your words and reintroduce new words, you will always be living by the power of your old words says that you will eat the fruit now for you to eat the fruit it means that it has a seed and the thing about trees when you plant the seed and you go and say I don't like the mango tree and go and plant another orange remember the mango is still there words you used which you abandoned and you say well I've changed my mind. I want something else. But you haven't uprooted this one. It is still bearing fruit. And so although you think you have moved from it, you haven't because it's left intact. Words are spirits. They don't die. The words I just spoke now will never die. Even scientists will tell you the word vibrations never end they keep going in the realm of the spirit your words everywhere that's what the bible says you will be judged by every word now if your word vanishes how can you be judged by them so when you said i am a broke man as for us we are suffer men we will suffer in this world and you thought it was just fun 
You were sowing seeds. You were saying, this is now mine. This is how my life is going to be. And I'm going to show you how to energize your words for life and not for death. Are you ready to say some good words? God says, let there be. Whatever God has said, let there be. Whether it's for salvation, for healing, for deliverance, you can claim it today. If you are not born again, you can say, Lord Jesus, save me. Make me a new creation. You'll be born again. Whatever God commands, you can claim. Whatever he presents to you, you can claim. I want you to claim what God has said before you. He said, I said before you, life and death. Choose life. Declare your healing. Declare your deliverance. Declare a good marriage, a fruitful marriage. Declare your children will not be ignoramuses in school. Your children will prosper. Say, by the words of my mouth, I declare my destiny, life, health, prosperity, abundance, goodness, soundness, peace are my portion. Favor is my portion. God makes a way for me. God leads me. He directs me. He makes me fruitful. He makes me multiply. He makes me replenish. He makes me subdue. Whatever I touch is blessed. My habitation is blessed. My family is blessed. My home is blessed. Everywhere I step is a place of blessing. Every land I plant in is a fruitful land. I will work and I will eat the fruit of my labor. In abundance, the Lord will satisfy me and show me his goodness. I declare with my mouth, I am a child of God. He says, let there be. I say, this is now mine. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to Living Word. To interact with Pastor Mensah Otebil, like his page on Facebook. Follow him on Twitter at Mensah Otebil. Email otterbill at centralgospel.com or call plus 233-302-688-000.